1: You've always run away from a fight. Have not. You have so. Have not. You have so. Have not. You have so, and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 102 of the Who Would Win Cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve.
0: And this is The Way. I mean, this is Chris.
1: That is not what I thought you were going to say. No? So every episode, I try to predict what Chris is going to say, and I thought you were going to say, I am Groot. This is Chris. Oh, uh, that would have been good. That, that that also works out really well too. Thanks with what we're talking about today. How are you, Christopher? Uh, really good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Happy New Year to everybody. We are here in 2020, first episode of 2020, coming at you. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's been about it's been about a month since our last episode. Uh, just you know, life goes on and crazy things happening. I guess we could just go right into some uh, poll results and then just getting right into. The Let's episode. do it. Let's do have a, that. We don't have a ton of stuff to talk about. I mean, we do have a ton of stuff to talk about, but not a lot of. Uh, you know, like uh, housekeeping. Sure, to take yeah. Care
0: of. I hear we have a fictional. I mean, uh, we have a review. Oh, yes, as we well. also
1: do have a review too. Thank you for reminding me. I um, totally a review for
0: that. a fictional background.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not a fictional review. like yeah. we like to say. Uh, so, Chris, so about a month ago, we had uh, who would win Star Wars fiction uh, planets to go on vacation. Where would you want to go on vacation? I vaguely remember that. Yeah, which was an honor. The Rise of Skywalker coming out uh, mm-hmm. seems to be uh, controversial, like all Star Wars uh, movies tend to be. I feel. Yep. What'd you think of
0: it? I actually liked it. I really, I would say I very much liked it.
1: Uh, I had a really good time. I really enjoyed it.
0: To be more specific, I liked the overall feel of the movie. I liked the characters. Mm-hmm. I liked the, like this. I like some of the events, like specifically, like when uh, spoiler alerts. Like, well, I won't be too spoiler. I guess so the scene with Kylo Ren. Where he meets someone (laughs) on the Death Star wreckage. Yeah, yeah. I thought Uh, I thought that was favorite scene. I thought it was very emotional. One of the best scenes in the movie. I'd agree. But I will say, like overall plot, kind of dumb. Yeah. Specific
1: scenes, very dumb. Yeah. Certain ones. The more I think about it, the more I like it. The more the more the the more I read about it, the more I don't like it. That that's what I'm that's what I'm finding. Hmm. I, I had a good time with it. I mean it's Star Wars. I definitely you know, just, I I just, enjoyed it just, in the just theaters. It. I I had a really good theater watching experience. We saw it opening night and our theater clapped, cheered, like it was a lot of fun. Like I remember when we saw the last Jedi, like the audience that we saw it with were not were not a good crowd at all. So I feel like depending on what other people around you experience and how they're enjoying it, I feel like that kind of impacts uh your experience as well.
0: You told me something else really interesting. You said that it seems like people who didn't like the Last Jedi liked Rise of Skywalker, yes, and then vice versa. Correct. And I found that to be true too, because I think people who liked Last Jedi liked that it was doing different things, it was trying new things. It, and then you go back to Rise of Skywalker, which is like it's very safe, kind a very safe kind of a Return of the Jedi retread
1: it basically i feel like it's like a sequel to the force awakens yes in, in the field yeah
0: yeah it kind of ignored a lot of last jedi stuff or even retconned it dare i say
1: i wouldn't say it retconned it i would say i like, don't think so from either, a certain point of view from a certain <laughs> point of view yes. yes
0: uh but like for me what I didn't like about The Last Jedi was, like, it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie to me. I agree. It, I felt, feel like like a,
1: it, it felt like a movie with Star Wars characters. Yeah,
0: and Rise of Skywalker, like, brought all that back. It definitely so feels I, like a Star Wars movie. I think Wars I movie. overlooked a lot of deficiencies in the
1: plot, like, because of just being happy. Way that, it feels. Yeah. That you're back. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So uh, we, we did get some new planets in The Rise of Skywalker, but we recorded our episode before we saw The Rise of Skywalker, so we weren't able to incorporate them. I think we did predict Tatooine would be in it, though. I
0: think. I think.
1: we I think we said which one, if yeah. there was to be yeah. one. I think we said Tatooine would be in it. Uh, so for our episode... Um, so I guess the... Alderaan would be in it. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> what you did? No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, did you even watch the movies? So for the prequel trilogy, uh, we had Naboo versus Kashyyyk. Uh, and you won 80% of the vote what to my I have- 20. You had Naboo. Oh, cool. Which Naboo definitely is a great place to go on vacation. You made Kashyyyk sound pretty good. I, I pitched say. it more as like an adventure yeah, type. Yeah. And if you use the promo code um, Yoda, like one, you can you can get some, uh, some discounts there. Uh, for the original trilogy, we had Bespin being Cloud City versus Endor. I had Bespin. You had Endor. Bestman won 69% of the vote. Floating in the clouds. How cool is that? It's like, yeah, it's like a casino. It's Las Vegas in the clouds. You mm-hmm. can't beat that. And, uh, for the sequel trilogy, we had Octo versus Cantonica, which is like Canto Bite, which is basically like kind of like Cloud City yeah. also, just on the ground and like weird <laughs> horse racing. Uh, Octo won 76% to 24%. So
0: I'm a little surprised in that win, but eh, I mean, yeah. I, was, I would rather go to Octo, but I'm not like a gambling yeah like, I Vegas
1: isn't a isn't that isn't, interesting to me right I see what you're saying yeah I think Octo would be super cool and I was glad we got to see that again too in um, The Rise of Skywalker I like that scene I thought that was cool me too so uh, thank you for everybody who uh, voted for those episodes hopefully you enjoyed them and uh, Chris let's go on to our review okay and we'll provide the fictional background let's do it so uh, we had uh, a nice gentleman I'm assuming it's a gentleman why Could would be a you lady. assume that I thought there was a profile picture on pod oh okay I'm, Sorry, I was
0: just based on the name. I was like, there's no gender clue whatsoever.
1: There, there is a profile picture. Oh, okay. But, so uh, on Podbean, a nice uh, Looks like a very person, nice gentleman. Yes. <laughs> left us a, uh, a review, and the username is Lupus13571357. And the review says, favorite podcast ever. Here are some ideas. Neo versus John Wick. Luke Skywalker versus Harry Potter. And Terminator versus Robocop. So, all great ideas. Have we done any great ideas? of those
0: characters? What were the... Characters
1: you suggested? Neo and John Wick. I don't think we've ever done either of those. Someone did suggest like a whole Keanu Reeves centered episode with like all of his characters. Interesting. Which I think would be really good.
0: And um, my aunt suggested a Neo, Neo versus, versus Parcival. Uh, Parcival from, from Ready Player One. Ready Player That's One is kind one of di- digital
1: world yeah, fighters. I think that'd be a good one too. Uh, Luke, Skywalker, Luke Skywalker versus Harry Potter is a good one, and then I Terminator versus Robocop. I think we've had both RoboCop. of them in episodes, Luke Skywalker and Harry Potter.
0: Uh, we have. And then we've never done Terminator or Robocop, though.
1: I don't believe so. Even though one of today's characters we have used before, however, we're using them in a different way. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we
0: don't we don't have a rule against repeat. Repeats, no, so. I'm just, just, just pointing it out. We just try not to. Yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. Uh, so Chris, so you did some background, uh, informa- you did some background research oh, yeah, regarding, I, I pulled
0: uh, up all my, I did all my sleuthing, I did yeah deep deep into the internet to figure out who this person could it's be. Lupus
1: 1357. Yeah.
0: So, um here are the facts. <laughs> and we will draw our conclusions from them. I love it. Uh-huh. you know, I'm trying to be logical like Sherlock Holmes about it. Okay, lupus. Two things about lupus. Uh it is a uh I think it would be called an autoimmune disease. I think your immune system attacks your your body—you don't want that happening. It's pretty bad. It's yeah. pretty bad. It's also what uh, every every episode of House they always think the, ba- the guy the person has lupus before they figure out what it really is. <laughs> then it's really cancer. No, it, then it's like he like swallowed a toothpick and it was like poking his <laughs> large intestine. That was one of the episodes I remember. There was one episode where someone did have
1: lupus. Oh wow! Yeah. So there was one episode where they actually did have it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, lupus is also uh, the Latin word for wolf. Okay which is where the disease gets its name. I guess like
1: also like Professor Lupin. Exactly. Good job, Steve. There you go. Look yep. at JK Rowling was really smart and then she went really, well, then she went downhill.
0: She was smart in that she based everything <laughs> off of Latin. <laughs> she just copied everything. Pretty much all the spells are Latin <laughs> for what they do.
1: Right, exactly. See the, pro, the the thing that she had going for her is that nobody reads or speaks Latin anymore. So Right. once we hear that we're like, "Whoa, she was yeah, so smart." Yeah, they sound smart. really cool? Right. Yeah. And then you're like, no, she literally just translated exactly no, what like, she was That's
0: knowing. the Latin word for light, and it right. makes a light. Lumos. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't actually know if right. that's a Latin no, the Latin word for light, but it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the other thing about his username, 1357, mm. uh, that, that happens to coincide, coincidentally or maybe not coincidentally, with the end of the Second Scottish War of Independence.
1: The second. The second one. So the first one <laughs> probably didn't work. Didn't, didn't work out well for them. They had to go back at it again. <laughs> Wow, alright, so just that's, well, that's completely coincidentally.
0: Maybe the first one worked and then they uh, they're, they're had go- to become independent from
1: that first independent oh. revolution. Wow. That is And they knew how to have a revolution because they already had one. Right. And they're so they're like, oh, hey guys, let's just-, let's just do it again. Yep. It's kinda like that, that Korg guy from Thor Ragnarok. It's like, hey, let's have a revolution.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, didn't he like pass out pamphlets or yeah, something yeah. about it? He
1: was trying to get everybody in on it. Yeah. I don't
0: know. So, so you
1: think this person had oh, this during think, the no. Scottish
0: second No, I, I don't think that's crazy, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're uh, they're Scottish and they're proud of their independent heritage. Okay. Um and they like wolves.
1: Who do they get their independence from?
0: Do, th- I wasn't supposed to research that. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, I might still have the uh the Wikipedia page up. Oh man, this is This is in-depth into Scottish history. Uh, The Second Scottish War of Independence began with the invasion of Edward Balliol, son of the exiled King John, and a party of the disinherited whose lands had been confiscated after King Robert I's victory at Bannockburn. The hostilities officially ended 25 years later with the signing of the Treaty of Berwick in 1357. Chris, um, I think
1: you just read, like, the plot synopsis of one of the Game of Thrones spinoff books. That did not sound real at I,
0: all. I, I don't, I don't really fully understand what I just read.
1: Cause they're still part of the United Kingdom today. So that's why I'm curious, like, who did they get well, independence that's, from? that's, oh, that's
0: cause they lost the third Scottish War of Independence. Oh, uh, and they got brought back in. They got unindepended.
1: Unin- unindepended. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's complicated how yeah, that works. It sounds it. And then there's a list of all the battles. <laughs> and I, can't, honestly, I still couldn't even tell you. <laughs> Who <laughs> they were. <laughs> Who they were fighting against. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, it lasted for 30, 25 years, you 25 said? 25 years. So there's a lot going on in that time period. Oh, it had to do with King Robert's death
0: reviving the claim of the House of Balliol to the Scots throne. The recently crowned David II was only four years old.
1: That sounds very Game of Thrones. Uh, that sounds super Game of Thrones
0: But don't worry, he got married at the age of five to Princess Joanna, sister Good. of Edward III. Good for
1: him. Wow, this is crazy. You go, kid. This is. We don't need don't, Game of Thrones. Don't, we can just read history, real history. It's no, just as crazy. Is, I am so bored already reading as, <laughs> this. Also,
0: I don't know if you want to really promote like five year old marriages. I don't think that's the best stance for the for our show.
1: That's true. It was probably not consensual. It, yeah, I agree. on either is, on either side. No, on yeah. It side. seems like
0: yeah. a kind of alliance, family alliance type they of. They thing. They probably just like played with players. propping or something. up the throne on their wedding night. I, they probably didn't even see each other. They probably just no. like,
1: hey, you're married. Can you, can you write your name here yeah. for a second?
0: Anyway. Um,
1: well, we appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks for the review. <laughs> Lupus 1357. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we apologize in advance that you live, if, if you are living in Scotland, that you're living in a country that does not have the Mandalorian yet. So we apologize if we we're spoiling it because uh, Europe, Europe doesn't have it. I'm sure everybody's pirated it already. Yeah, when it gets released in, in Europe, like, I'm sure the downloads are not going to be high. And because everybody knows what happened already, too. Yeah, well, we're going to spoil it a we're little bit gonna today. We're also going to spoil it, too. So, uh, Chris, you want to get into
0: today's episode? Uh, after we talk about why we are doing today's episode. Oh,
1: okay. Good point. Good point. Yeah. So, uh, listeners of the show will remember. to keep you on track. <laughs> that, thank you. <laughs> listeners of the show will remember that this past summer, we did the Guess the Tomato Meter contest, like we've been trying to do the past couple years. And the winner of the tomato meter contest was listener of the show Emily Dewey. Uh, her husband Paul Dewey also listens to the show as well. So shout out to you too. And Emily sent us a message on Twitter. And, and they both
0: actually did well, right? In the they ch- both
1: they both did well. Yes, but Emily came out uh, ahead of ahead of Paul. I guess she uh, was just better knowledgeable, just a little better. But yep. he he was no slouch himself. No, no slouch at all. So she, so she messaged out and she said hi. Hope you're doing well. Sorry it took me so long to get back to you. Thank you for letting me. Uh, pick the topic because of the Tomato Meter Contest. Since Paul and I are expecting, congratulations, I was thinking a baby battle royale. I would like to have Baby Yoda and Baby Groot face off. And um, let me know if you have any questions or need more information. I'm excited to listen to what you guys come up with. Great so, suggestion. Uh, great suggestion. And congratulations. congratulations to both of you. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing today. So in honor of the newborn or the soon-to-be newborn Dewey baby, we will be taking on two probably like the most popular "quote unquote" baby characters. I feel like in pop culture.
0: Oh wow! I, now I want to think of other popular babies. So we did do a baby. Oh, baby, episode. New Year,
1: baby, New Year. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. I would not have even thought of that. Wait, before we get too baby.
0: far down this road, down this rabbit hole, mm-hmm. uh, not to steal anyone's thunder. Uh, I will also, my wife and I are also
1: expecting a baby. That's right. Chris, we wanted to, we wanted to uh, coincide. May. Yeah. Uh, May. So this episode worked out perfectly was, for me. And you just, we, last week we found out or you found out, but I just happened to be there also. Right. So we found out together. We did,
0: we did the gender reveal, found yeah. out it's a boy.
1: That's exciting. So is this it? Done? Time will tell. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm sure you're really excited. So Lucy's going to have a little brother. Yep. And, uh, your, your baby boy will have a big sister to look up to. Yep.
0: It's exciting. I think she'll be a really good big sister. I think she will too. She's, she's great.
1: She'll do good. So baby new year. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> so, uh, we did do a baby episode almost two years ago in honor of Lucy being born. Yeah. Who were the babies? In it that? was Maggie Simpson versus Jack Jack. Okay. All right. Two popular babies. Other babies. Stewie Griffin.
0: Yeah, debatably a baby though. Like,
1: I mean, I think like by definition, he's a baby but intellectually he's not. Yeah. It's a weird. Just that's a weird situation. Yeah.
0: Sure, he's a baby, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there should, I should be I think a whole cast book. of rugrats. Oh yeah. All that's
1: babies.
0: Try, all babies. All
1: babies right there. Yep.
0: Um I guess those are all the popular babies <laughs> we've named in pop culture. <laughs> that gets through the whole
1: list. So a baby isn't a
0: great like it's hard to make a baby a main character Correct. because they're a baby. Right. They don't communicate.
1: Right. They not, not they,
0: traditionally it's hard to find good baby actors. True uh Michelle Tanner. Well, there are there are exceptions,
1: of course. I mean, Mary. King there have Ashley. been some great they knocked it out of the babies in history. Yes, in general, I'd say every baby in history has been great, except Hitler baby, baby Hitler, baby Hitler. That's a popular baby. What? Whenever think, they talk about time travel, they always what? talk about going back in time to kill baby Hitler. What are you doing right now, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. Ready to get started? <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So please remember if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. So here,
0: here are the two hot takes of the show so far. Yeah. Five-year-olds getting married. Good job. <laughs> and all babies are great.
1: And all babies are great. Except baby hill. Except Hitler. maybe baby He <laughs> He's probably a bad baby. I'd assume he's a bad baby. Why would you? Assume? Never mind. Never mind. We got to go, We got to go. <laughs> Chris, we already said it. But what are we talking about today? Uh, baby battle. Baby battle. Baby, baby Yoda, Yoda versus Baby Groot. Baby Yoda came in fast, came and in t- hot, took took over the world by storm. It sure did. Do you um, think they knew that Baby Yoda is going to be a big? I hit?
0: thought this exact same question because uh, of all the merchandise. Um, yeah. Like this firestorm of. of people looking for Baby Yoda merchandise. Yes, um, I think they probably did. I had I don't know if you know who knows how successful like it'll be like money wise, but I think they probably had a guess that it'd be like a popular character. If, if they thought it was worth it to keep it secret, that it would be like a big reveal, right? So I think they thought it would at least be like a
1: uh, a big surprise if they knew how popular it would be. Or how much they assumed it would be, I'm glad that they did not decide to merchandise it before. I the show completely came out. agree. It was a really nice surprise. I think that was like a big um, change in Disney's money making strategy, which is normally make as most money as possible. Exactly. Which, which this is actually also a good strategy because they're drying up the market with Baby Yoda merchandise. There's not any. And people are just going to be clamoring for it. And once all the Funko Pops come out and all the stuffed animals come out, and I know, I just read the other day that Build-A-Bear is going to have baby Uranus. I heard that. So once they do release that and the floodgates open, people are going to be trying to drink it up as much as they can. Yeah. So it's also it's like, working out for them in that way. Unless
0: season two is like full garbage, but I can't imagine that happening. I don't think so either. So were you, they so, kill him in season,
1: in episode one. I mean, I thought they were going to kill him in that one episode when, the the one sniper guy, like, had him in his scope. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought he was gone. I thought he was gone right then that would and there. Have
0: been, how could they, I don't how know. could they kill him, though? You I just, wasn't there sure. There wouldn't be any th- show left. I wasn't sure. I just, I I mean, would, if, seriously, if Baby Yoda dies, I'll cancel my Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> I've already paid for three years, but I'll still cancel it. You're going to call him. I don't even just want out it. out of just, principle.
1: Just, just remove the app off my television. Yeah. Don't let me be able to log in at all. I don't even want to know. Mm-hmm. So, were you a fan of the Mandalorian? Did you enjoy it? Yes, yep. very much Me as well. It. I thought it was a, it was a good show. I, I thought it was a good story. I like the characters. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought it felt more Star Warsy than the sequel trilogy did. Uh, for me, I
0: really associate Jedi's with Star Wars. So, with okay. no with no Jedi's, I'm like. It, it felt i felt star warsy for sure yeah. I actually i really like the feel i like the kind of western vibe of the
1: show yeah, it was like a western samurai yeah uh feel to it yeah I re- I'm really into that actually I really like that yeah, and I'm excited to um, see what they do with season two mm-hmm. i i
0: liked i li- i i i like shows more that are more of a continuous story, and at first it was kind of um more episodic disconnected stories, and then they kind of started to have a common
1: purpose it was and- i feel like um episode seven. Seven? Yeah, episode seven was the – that was my favorite episode. That's the one when, like, he went and pretty much, like, assembled his team Mm -hmm. when he got um, Gianna Carano back. I think that's her name, the actress. Cara Dune was her name. And he gets um, Nick Nolte's Ugnaught back. Yeah, yeah. And he gets – I think IG-11 comes back in that episode too. So he got everybody back together. And, like, now you're like, oh, okay, the Empire is trying to to get this this child. Yeah, and they, they really upped the stakes at the end of it too. They really did. And then they're connecting it well with the, the animated shows with the dark saber at the end of it. Oh, that was a good that was a so, good tie in too. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I just think it has a lot of things going for it. They yeah, did a, they did a good job. Yeah, I'm really excited to see. It. And I know they're filming the second season now, so yeah. I kind of wish John Favreau got to help with the movies. Uh, I have a prediction, and we're really good at making predictions on this show, so I might make it. This this might be a ballsy prediction, but Kathleen Kennedy, who is the the president of Lucasfilm. Her contract, I believe, is up in 2021, and I don't think she's going to renew it. I would I, have no problem with that. I could see John Favreau being the president of Lucasfilm. No, really? I think so. Wow. I, I think that'd be cool. that'd be great. I mean, he's he's got directing credits. He has producing credits. He has executive producing credits. It would be like a big jump for him. I feel, but I think it could be possible. Like but I don't know thing. if he would want to do that though, because then he couldn't direct like any project that he wanted to direct. Hmm. So. Uh, I don't know. It'd be cool if he did, but we'll see. i would be curious to see. So you're going to take, you're going to take on Baby Yoda, right? Uh, yes. That's what we established. Yeah. Wait. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what we're I'm right. going to take on Baby Groot. Uh, so why don't you just do a little, little quick background on Baby Yoda. Yeah. Sure. Aka so, the child, the, the yeah. assets. So uh,
0: people may already be yelling at our podcast that he's not named. Baby we know Yoda. he's not called Baby. We fully Yoda. understand. We that. know he's not Baby Yoda. I feel it's just awkward to call a character the child. Correct. Like a child is a generic term. Yeah. The Child, I mean, you know what I'm talking about because I just said it, but it's kind of, I just think it's weird. I, ha- I have, so I was telling you this before we started recording that. uh I appreciated George Lucas's secrecy with Yoda and Yoda's race in the original trilogy and in, in all the main movie trilogies, like. I think that's a cool thing to keep to keep secret like We've only gotten have two have some mystery. We've only
1: gotten two before Yoda and Yaddle. Right. That was it. And most
0: people might not even remember yet. I don't think I don't think a female Yoda no. species on the Jedi Council. Correct. So the the level of secrecy is George Lucas has never named Yoda species home world home planet. We don't nothing. know – we don't really know anything about them. Right. Oh uh
1: except right. that they're small. They can live very long. True. Yes. Um they have a greenish complexion. Uh, and that's that's really it, right.
0: And so we've learned some new things in Mandalorian, which we'll get into. But uh, I thought that that's totally cool. But now when you make a show that is very uh, Yoda species centric, people have no way to refer to these characters like except by saying baby Yoda.
1: And like I think you mentioned like Wikipedia. Yes. They they refer to it as Yoda
0: species. His, the species of baby Yoda of the child is listed as Yoda species because it yes. doesn't have a name. Right. So it makes you do these weird, awkward ref- to refer to everything.
1: And it seems pretty clear that in season two, we're probably going to get Yeah, an I don't think we can continue this weird secrecy for like
0: too long. a few more seasons of the show. Correct. I, mean, I think they do have to start to tell some stuff. Yeah. Which I know for some people, that's like kind of lifting the, the veal is a little, you know, they, it's cool to have some mystery, I think, in, in your background. But in this specific case, I think they need to share
1: maybe, some Maybe article. shed some light. Yeah. On it some more. Yes. Maybe not go to the home planet, but find out what the home planet is. Yeah, or, something. Or exactly. Like, like are all of the species on uh, Force-sensitive? Exactly. Because we've mm-hmm. only seen three, and all three and are Force-sensitive. So right now, 100% of the species is Force-sensitive. Exactly. So that could be another thing also. So
0: some interesting things we've found out in The Mandalorian. So the child, Baby Yoda, is 50 years old. 50 years old. Which is which I thought was a great surprising twist. Surprising, the because... He appears to have, like, the mental capacity of, like, a human uh, two-year-old, pretty much, I would say.
1: Yeah, about there. Um, actually, I might even say, like, younger. Because I would say that Lucy is way smarter than Baby Yoda. <laughs> Are you sure? I would say so.
0: Yeah, you you might be right,
1: actually. Because Lucy can, like, verbalize. Yeah, you He can't, right. he can't even verbalize. Smart. So the, the development
0: cycle is way different for Yoda species. Assuming there's nothing weird about this one, but... Right. I think we... No reason to assume that. So in 50 years he's somehow mm, become very proficient in some force abilities.
1: Yes. Uh um, which but- we don't which we don't know if the first time he used the force was with the Mandalorian. Right. Or if he had already used it before. He, has he had any training? Was he nat- is he naturally gifted? Correct. Are all members of this
0: species naturally gifted? Right. Hard to say. All three that we've known have been very good with the force. Yeah. So, 3 for 3. Yeah. Um. So uh, I mean, I, I don't think it's uh, spoilery to go into like the early episodes of. I'd say like we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Yeah. So yeah. okay. So basically, um, the main character in The Mandalorian uh, is a bounty hunter. Uh, he gets a contract to uh, capture or kill a a target, uh, and at the end of episode one, that turns out to be the baby Yoda. Yes. Yeah. And he. uh he decides to he save him. He can't bring himself to kill him or right. let someone else kill him. And uh he keeps him. Yeah. He actually does turn him in for the reward and then realize, like... I shouldn't have done this. Actually,
1: yeah. And yeah. then he goes to save him, which I like that scene a lot. Yeah. Uh So yeah, that's I'm how
0: they say. end up traveling together. And then...
1: It's like he's basically his guardian for the rest of yes. the season. The whole season.
0: And uh kind of a budding father-son relationship. Yep. Uh But then I think in, like, episode three, you find out that this baby Yoda has force powers. So it... I think it was actually the second episode. Is it episode two? Okay. It was the
1: end of the second episode, yeah. When, okay. um, that mud horn.
0: Yeah, so yeah. a mud horn was kind of like a, just like a big fat rhino. Yeah. It's like a rank, um,
1: not a rank, or a, um, a reek from, um, episode two in the arena. I don't know if you remember that scene. In Jabba, Jabba the Hutt's arena? No, uh, Attack of the Clones. When um, they're in that oh, giant arena. There's like a giant. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it seems like the, I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but it's kind of like in the same vein as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like a
0: rhino. Uh, the Mandalorian is fighting this
1: mudhorn, and it's kind of about to get wrecked. And yeah, Baby
0: Yoda uses the Force to pick lift, it, pick it, levitate
1: up. it. And this thing—I mean, this thing weighs at least a couple. I'd oh, say pff. over Hundreds a thousand pounds. Thousands. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, so that's uh, a power.
0: They have a weak spot. If they get stabbed with a tiny knife in the neck, they die instantly. There's, there's always <laughs> one. There's always one spot. I mean, the Death Star had
1: a thermal exhaust port that could take it down. So maybe it was a special knife that had something. I yeah. Don't. It was, I- a, it was a Sith dagger that if you lined it up just right with the with the the Mudhorn's horn, yeah. it forms a map and it just like turns them off. Yeah.
0: But that's not important yeah. to the thing. So maybe no. Yoda has force powers, one of which he can levitate
1: people. So, so that's a great so that's a good force power right there. You got yes. power levitation. Uh, do you want me to just say all of his force powers
0: right now? Yeah. I, I okay. say
1: you can go into his powers. I'll do my background and, and their powers we will go into it. All right. Perfect. So,
0: um, yeah. I mean, did I miss anything from the background? We'd, it's still pretty mysterious. We don't know where he came from. Nope. We don't know. Yeah. We, we don't know why
1: the Empire wants him. Yeah. Assuming he's part of Yoda's species, I'm sure is probably one of the reasons why they want him.
0: Yeah. I would imagine that's interesting. Yeah. To have the ability to raise a powerful force user for right. yourself. Uh, anyway, other force powers Baby Yoda has used in the show. Uh, healing, yeah. He introduced which, force heal, which was the first canon introduction of healing, as far as
1: I am aware. I, I, I don't know if it was in the comics or books so, as of yet, so uh, I'd say yeah. Right,
0: so it was in old legends stuff. Yes, like like um, a bunch of Jedi's could heal,
1: like, Luke, and then you have like the legend of Darth Plagueis, like could stop people from dying. Right, like, so like it's Sith, always
0: been like teased. Sith healing seems to like work a little differently, where it's like there's kind of like a price, like right. You, you kind of keep you them can't alive, just, but like. At maybe at like a cost and like this just seems like a nice a nice heal it's like right. it's just draining of your own power but right because when
1: he did that he his went. energy was was gone he yeah. needed he needed to take a, a little baby out a nap yeah
0: levitating the mudhorn
1: that made also made him pass out yeah healing
0: made him sleepy or he might have
1: i think he passed I think out, he passed then out. Too. yeah uh he healed he healed at least two times yeah he healed um the um What's his name? Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers' character. Yeah, I forget what his name is yeah, in the show. And he did another heal, too, though, right? Uh, I believe
0: so. He might have helped the Mandalorian. No?
1: Did he?
0: He didn't help him at the end. I, th- I don't know. I thought there yeah. was a second time, but I can't okay. think of it. Uh, it's not that important. He can, right. for- he can heal. Yeah, he can heal.
1: Uh, he can force choke. Yeah, he force choked um, Cara Dune. Yes. And he also force choked one of those, like, pirates, I believe, on that... Um, remember that, like, the jailbreak episode? Yes. Didn't didn't one of those pirates like try hurting him and Baby Yoda tried choking him or he was about to start choking mm-hmm. him and like he was ra- maybe he was raising oh, his hand oh, like he was going to Oh. So that to. was
0: the very end with the with the droid. Maybe oh that's what and it was. And you think that you think Baby Yoda's going to do something That's right. And then, and then and then the Mandalorian shoots it or something. Yeah. That's and right. like they get to do like that funny kind of like hot take where he looks at himself he looks at his hand uh, like, Did I do right. that? Yeah, that's right. I remember that now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh a little a little cheesy but right. Um so a force choke, uh, normally associated with uh, a dark side power. So
1: that was yeah, interesting. We've never really, uh, that's the first time we've seen a light side user use force choke. That I, yeah, that I know of that sure. I know of too. Yeah.
0: Um, Luke didn't force choke anyone when he oh, broke no, into he Jabba did. the Hutt's he palace. Did. Did he That's
1: right. I the one guy on, when he walked in on the steps. He or choked something? the Gamorian guard. Yeah. Yeah. He did choke them, but he was kind of like flirting with the dark side. I I like a little bit. It's there, That's a too. very interesting so, part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think maybe Yoda's flirting with the dark side at all. I think he's just a little kid just doing his thing.
0: And protecting his friend. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Correct. Exactly. I mean, first of all, there's a whole debate of, like, is what is considered the light and dark side powers, like, is that just a, you know, a human-made divide? Like, the fact that they call that a dark side power, is is there anything inherently dark about it? Yeah. Other than the fact that choking is kind of not nice. Yeah. Um. I wanted to, that scene you were talking about with, with, uh, with Luke, is he flirting with the dark side? And in classic George Lucas subtlety, he wears all black once oh, that
1: starts. absolutely. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, his shirt comes undone <laughs> and it's white underneath, which shows that he was good the whole time. Oh, man. Oh, Georgie. Yeah. You know, he knew what he was doing. Uh, but did he? Um, I don't, I don't think he's any other really major force powers.
0: Uh, I mean, those. you could say like maybe force push with the flamethrower um, near the end of the season where the the flame trooper comes in and, and he kind of, like, just deflects all the flames back at the guy.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd call push. I don't know if technically it was something else.
1: I would um, say force push is the correct terminology.
0: Uh, And I can't think of anything else. Uh... And you said you couldn't you can't nope, remember. Yeah, I think I'd say that's yeah, I mean, pretty much par. Levitate, choke, and heal were the big ones. Yeah. For sure.
1: All right. Well we'll see how he uh I mean that's pretty powerful does. for a oh, absolutely. a fifty year old baby? Absolutely. We'll see how he uh fares against a uh a baby groot. An, an, actual, an baby actual baby. An actual baby groot. So so we had a little conversation like well which Groot tech constitutes the baby. Is the baby at the end of Guardians one where he's in, in the a pot, pot or is it the baby from guardians 2 so we're taking the baby from guardians 2 because apparently he is also referred to he is referred to as, as baby, baby groot. groot so so we are gonna we are gonna take that i do and i was kind of thinking it's like if you just take baby groot in the pot you can't do it i don't know what he can actually do right yeah, yeah he yeah. can't do anything he can dance all. uh so so we have groot you know like like mentioned he's famous for being in guardians of the galaxy he's been in a couple of the avengers movies also uh he's from the species called flora colossus and he's basically a walking tree, More Latin. What's that? That's more Latin. More Latin. There JK would be proud. She would be proud. Not original JK. Uh, and like I said, he's basically a tree. Uh, he can extend himself to create, like, long tree limb arms. And he can grow, uh, like, leaves on him. He can release, like, sun spores. Uh, he's very, like, one with nature in a way. Now, we did do an episode with Groot. A long time ago, it was Groot versus Treebeard, but since we're doing Baby Groot, a little different. Uh, now the thing with, uh, Groot is at the end of Guardians 1, he basically sacrifices himself to save all the Guardians, but, and this kind of comes to one of his powers, is Rocket takes one of the branches and plants it, and it regrows a new Groot. Now in the, in the movie's canon, that is a completely new Groot. So it's uh he doesn't have the memories of the previous Groot. He's basically starting completely all fresh while he's a you know, he's a baby, has to learn everything all over again. And some of his powers that he has is basically regeneration. If he cuts off a limb, he can grow back uh pretty pretty quickly for the most part. Sometimes it might take a little a little bit. Like if he cuts off his arm, it's not going to grow back right away. It's not instant, but it's not like it doesn't take a year. Correct. Like in the first Guardians movie, his arms get chopped off, and then he has them back, I would say, within a couple days. Like you see them like progressively yes. growing. Yeah, that seems accurate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so specifically with Baby Groot, though, which I'll be talking about the powers that we see him use, um, he he has pretty, pretty fast speed for like a little baby. Like there's one scene where he's chasing uh, a human member of the um, – I forget what uh, – what was the Yandu? I forget what his group is called. The Those Ravagers. Like, the Ravagers. Yeah, he's chasing one of the Ravagers, and he's actually closing in pretty tight on him. So he has pretty quick speed, and one of the powers that he uses the most in Guardians Two is he basically does like a Mister Fantastic with his arms. Like he just makes them stretch out mm-hmm. as like vine, not really vines, but uh, like roots, essentially. And he can use them to move himself or he can use them to move things to him. And he actually has a lot of strength with that. Like in the movie, he moves really heavy things. He moves people. He brings people down with it. And I mean, right then and there, that just kind of shows his strength for someone who's only, I mean, he's definitely shorter than baby Yoda. I was going to ask you, do you do you know how old he is in Guardians of the Galaxy 2? It takes place, I think like six months. After the first Guardians, wow, he's very advanced in in, in the movie universe. Maybe maybe a year, but I think it's like six months. Still, he's like running around. So yeah, he, I, I guess I'm he's,
0: assuming he ages pretty quickly. And he says he talks, air er, quote unquote, right? In that, does he say I'm Groot? He,
1: st- he does say I am I am Groot in that also. Yeah, I mean, but pretty, a, it, it does pretty seem pretty though, though his I am Groot is also still. um words like actual. it's not just babble because when he says i am group rockets like talking back to him so they're definitely conversing in some form um so i mean like i said so the basic powers that he uses in that movie are like the, the the root arms and regeneration and i mean he could use some of the other powers that he uses in the other ones like um he could create a branch shield which he does in the first guardians but it'd be much smaller it'd be super tiny um but he does like i said have superhuman strength and superhuman um durability durability he can take a lot of hits and heal himself so it's definitely going to be interesting to see between these two who would uh who would win and that's why we're here so uh so what are you thinking what's your what's your game plan plan of attack uh plan of attack so do you think that
0: Groot? Has to breathe through his mouth? Because <laughs> you're just going to go right for the choke? I, I So I, I think I know the answer to this. I'm just curious to get your th- – is, is Groot – can Groot be choked but like
1: – I would say no because he's a plant. Right. So, so he's doing he like could ph- just – he's doing photosynthesis the whole time. So if you could like shut out the sun or <laughs> – drape me in a blanket. Are you inside for a long time? Keep me in, Yeah, I wonder how long he has to be so inside. So
0: that's cuz there I mean there are plenty of scenes in Guardians of the Galaxy he's where he's inside. Gru is inside.
1: Inside I mean, yeah, he's so inside he the ship. He's 24/7 He Doesn't he's, need 24/7. Doesn't need 24/7. Yeah, absolutely do not. We
0: ever see him eat anything?
1: Uh he we we do see him eat a leaf off of his shoulder. That's true, he does. In the fir- in the first Guardians. So does he have a digestive system then? So I I would assume that what he so I would assume that he just eats plant-related foods. He's just a vegetarian, and I would say so, that he just absorbs that power. He so, just, oh, he wait, just wait, drinks so, chlorophyll.
0: Wait, wait, take me through this. Okay. So so uh, assuming he eats plant things, as you said, yeah. leaves, blah, 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 he puts the leaf in his mouth, he chews it. Then mm. what happens? Where does it go?
1: I just say it, like, it becomes part it's of just him. It's like compost. Yeah.
0: Like he has a mouth connected to nothing.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: That actually is the most logical explanation. I agree. <laughs> it's just funny to think we, about. We can get into the whole digestive like, tract of the flora colossus. You, yeah. When you like anthropomorphize Groot too much,
1: it's like. You start asking too many yeah. questions that you don't want answers to. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so force choke, probably not going to be that effective. No. Okay. So, uh, levitate is interesting. So I think it's very fair to say that baby Groot is much smaller than a mudhorn.
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Sorry. sorry cat our, our, just, our cat, cat just, just ran by. Just jumped right up on here. He yeah. must
0: have, Morty must have an issue think, with what we're talking get down, about. Get down, All
1: right. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, I don't think he was happy with it's
0: that. It's because I probably, I said baby Yoda and he's yeah. not like, whoa. Um, okay, so.
1: So he, he could definitely pick up
0: baby Groot. It's, I don't know the, how the scale, like linear, exponential, because like it was obviously very straining and pretty slow for him to lift up the mud horn and he only lifted it up like one foot off the ground. Did the mudhorn appear to be in any type of pain when he mm-hmm. was? I didn't think so. It was just kept trying to run and it was moving its
1: legs. Okay, what I, I he... remember that happening. I couldn't. I couldn't tell if I remembered him seeing, feeling pain, I, or if I, I didn't remember think him. So. Yeah, just like confused, like I'm moving, but I'm not moving, kind of yeah. thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. So like, I think it's always an option to just pick you up and like throw you into space. You know, if like they're fighting somewhere with a long fall. Okay. As you live, they both are, you know, spacefaring creatures. Yes. Uh, you know, throwing you off a high ledge is an option.
1: Um, so, and then I can't, it, it appears that I can only regenerate if somebody, I guess, plants me. It takes a piece of me and, and, and yeah, plants and me again.
0: I don't think you can use that as like your, your safety net because like you, Groot, so the Groot of Guardians 1 like did die. Like the Groot in Guardians 2 is like a totally new Groot.
1: So I guess, correct. So if we're saying, that even though he can regenerate, A, it takes a long time, yeah, but B, like, he has been defeated.
0: Yeah. It's like the same DNA, but a totally different being. Right. No, no, I mean, absolutely. Well, that's pretty philosophical. Like, <laughs> what are you? Are you your memories? Right. That's true. What's the uh, name for... Um, there's like a... It's called like the ship of something or the something ship. Basically, like, picture this 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 boat, this ship, mm-hmm. and like over time, like parts of it get replaced. Okay. And like, eventually it has none of the parts it originally did. Is it the same? Is Is it it the the same same boat? Yeah.
1: I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah. So that's pretty deep. That is pretty deep. All to say that even though you can regenerate, if I get you to do that, I win.
1: Yeah. Okay. I I, I think that's fair. Yeah. If you, if you get me to regenerate to the point where I have to be replanted, then you've won. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh Levitate off a ledge
0: is useful. Force healing is more for myself. I'm assuming you're gonna do something you know, you're probably gonna try to poke me with branches. I'll have to heal myself <laughs> if I can. Um
1: make you bleed your own blood. I,
0: I do have I do have uh one one backup strategy based off of uh Yoda's um, proficiency with fire, demonstrated in episode eight. Okay. When he burns the uh jedi tree on uh octo (laughs) that if he had to he could probably try to light you on fire
1: okay so he could you think that he could summon lightning maybe like yoda can that go that yoda could do that as a ghost yeah but he was also over 900 well he's 900 years old and died so he definitely had experience with it yeah but i mean that's like saying that that's like saying you're okay yeah, sorry. That's okay. That's like saying, you know, Anakin could choke. Therefore, his offspring, Luke, could choke when he's four years old. He could use force <laughs> choke. Like, oh, baby Yoda, Yoda as a ghost could use force lightning well, to cause a tree to catch on fire.
0: I'm assuming that when you're a, a ghost, it's harder to do it to interact with the physical world. It seemed pretty easy for Yoda.
1: It did, right? You, do you think he could maybe easy. help more with things
0: if he can do that?
1: Luke also in Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Wait. As he, as ca- a- he caught a lightsaber, interacting with the physical
0: world. Wait, as a ghost?
1: Yeah, remember he's a ghost on Octo.
0: Remember? He oh, in episode nine. In, in nine. Yeah, Rise maybe. of Skywalker. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I thought I was That's thinking. I thought you said episode eight. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he, he- catches a lightsaber. He move. He 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 rises in X wing, out of right. the ocean. So I think it's easier for Wait, ghosts to but, interact. Seriously? Yeah. That's like a huge, like,
0: plot issue then, that, like, all these Force ghosts were just, like, chilling not helping when they could have been doing more stuff. But
1: think of, like, Return of the Jedi. Like, Obi-Wan was, like, sitting down on a log, just, just chilling.
0: In Return of the Jedi, Obi-Wan.
1: Yeah, because well, that time, he ghosts
0: were acting like ghosts. He could have showed up. He could have showed up and helped, too. Well... That's what I'm saying. I think you have to assume that it's difficult for ghosts to do that or it goes or all the Jedi ghosts were jerks.
1: I think, I don't think they were being jerks. I think they were just letting Ray and or Luke because Luke didn't have help from Obi-Wan fighting Vader. I think that was them just being like, this is your, your journey. And Ray Did have help from all the Jedi. They all showed up at the end well, through the voices. Now, talk about wait until the last minute. A
0: lot of people had died before that. Like That's true. A lot, a lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, that's that's All right, yeah. agree,
0: agree to disagree on Jedi Force Ghosts being jerks. Okay. Um Well, I guess it's important because I'm saying that like if a ghost can do it, a baby might be able to do it too. We don't know, maybe season two.
1: <laughs> are you doing the transit are you doing the transitive property here, Chris? Mm. If a force if a force ghost can use lightning and this baby is in the same realm, same I family. Maybe the power
0: Okay. The, so like, there's a power adjustment when okay. a Jedi becomes a ghost. Like they're not as strong as if they were not a ghost. Okay. Same for a baby, not I'd as say strong that, I'd as say a full I'd Jedi. Say they're
1: stronger as a ghost, but that's near their here that's, yeah, that's crazy that, to to say that. Nah. No way. <laughs> they're way powerful as a ghost. Um. Okay. Well, then what are the? No, I don't. Want, I don't want to make this a force ghost for, debate. Yeah, that could be something for another time. All right, Baby group. All right, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna point holes in your plan before I go on the the attack. Okay, sure. All right, so Baby Yoda he seems that he only uses the force when the Mandalorian is in danger. That's true. Because he choked Cara Dune when they were when she was arm wrestling yes. the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So he saw the Mandalorian was in danger. He raised the mudhorn because the Mandalorian was in danger. Sure. Yep. Uh so I would argue that I don't know if he would really use the force to defend himself. Wait, you think he just let himself get beat up? No, meaning no, I'm not saying like baby Groot would just be beating the crap out of baby Yoda. But I think that baby Groot could like get up close to baby Yoda without baby Yoda immediately sensing a threat and trying to harm baby Groot. I feel like if baby Yoda went up to baby Groot, baby Groot be kind of at first be like, yo, what's going on? Like, kind of like suspicious like in guardians two in the beginning when baby Groot sees all those like, like small, like rat hamster things. Like he's like, these things don't seem right. Even though they're like, they're the same size as him. He's kind of suspicious of them. He's kind of cautious of it. So baby Yoda, he would be at first be like, Hmm, this, this guy kind of seems not too sure about him yet. I'll get there, but maybe not. Whereas baby Yoda would just be like, Oh, Hey friend, like, come on in and hang out with me. So I feel like he'd be kind of his, his defenses would be down. I don't think he would immediately be using the force to defend himself. Okay. Uh, secondly, if he did use the force, right? Like let's say he tried choking baby group, which we already established, like wouldn't work. He gets, or let's say he force pushed him or something along those lines. He gets instantly drained of energy when that happens. So he completely passes out or he's extremely tired, Baby Groot could just go in for the kill. Well,
0: yeah, I gotta make sure it gotta get you in one shot. <laughs> gotta make sure it gets you.
1: Right. Exactly. So if you if you don't get me on, on on your first and only shot, you're gonna lose anyway because you're gonna be exhausted. And then Baby Groot's gonna go in. Like Baby Groot could he has his root arms that can extend pretty far. So I mean if he's you know, a little distance away from baby Yoda, he can like have the roots go underneath him, grab his feet, pull him down, get him off his balance and then attack. And then, and then, I mean, then he knocks him out and then everybody cancels their Disney plus subscription. (laughs) There, there goes, you know, he's, he's gone.
0: That's that's all true. Steve. I can't, I can't argue with that. I don't have defenses against root arms.
1: Sorry. Sorry, Chris.
0: We've never seen him use a weapon. Baby Groot. Baby, no baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. No, he's never
1: used a weapon. Yeah. So it's not like I can say, Oh, I'll just have a knife and, cut him baby yoda has the cuteness going for him which i don't think that would entrance baby group no i don't think so either an older person might be like oh it's cute look at that you know but i will also i will also point this out there has been a time where baby yoda was in immediate danger and he did nothing which which time is that when he got kidnapped by the scout troopers on the speeder bike i was curious if you were going to bring that up he was he was in that pouch yeah for a significant amount of time sure and got punched and then he got punched numerous times yep and heard blaster shots going because they were doing like target practice which Mm -hmm. is actually pretty funny Mm -hmm. and he didn't do
0: anything that's like the first thing i thought of when you said he wouldn't defend himself uh so maybe he didn't do that because he was he used a force ability to uh see the future and, he's, and he knew that he'd be all right. He just had a good feeling about things. So he just knew. And he said, you know what? These stormtroopers seem like cool guys. <laughs> if I met them in different circumstances, they might be really funny. And
1: I'll see how this plays out. So you think every time Baby Yoda's is in some sort of danger, he just pauses for a second, looks in the future. and is, like, Basically, he does the equivalent of like flipping a coin. And he's like, how's this going to work out? I could do this. I could do that. All right, I'll do this, and then that's what I'll do. Uh,
0: I do think it was a little convenient for plot reasons that Baby Yoda didn't try to
1: fight those guys at all. He didn't do anything. I mean, they they just kept like beating the crap out of him when he was in that bag. Yeah, to the point that like John Favreau like had to tell the guy to stop doing it. Did you hear about this? No. So John Favreau had to tell that actor to stop doing that. Jason Sudeikis.
0: Is that who, oh, that's who it was. One was Jason Sudeikis, and one was Adam Pally. He's Adam Pally. He's another comedian. Okay. He was on Happy Endings. If I, never, ever I remember you show. telling me you liked that show. He's been a guest on How Did This Get Made? He did the, I think he did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, which that is might a be really a good one to really to. good one.
1: Yeah. The the, the Michael Bay Teenage Mutant no. Ninja Turtles? Uh, no, like the, the old. The, ones. Oh, the nineties ones. Yeah. All right, that'd be good too. Yeah. Um. Oh. So anyway, so when they were filming that scene, and the guy was like, "Cause I don't understand why they did this, but they actually had the child's in the bag." like the dummy version of it in the bag, uh-huh. which I don't know if that was just for authentic reasons for the actor, mm-hmm. but he was like really beating the bag. And John Favreau had to tell him to stop because that baby ought to cost $5 million. <laughs>
0: what? Yeah. $5 million? $5
1: million that thing cost.
0: I got to get in the puppet business. Seriously. I mean, it's a good puppet, but I don't know if it's a $5 Could you million, imagine? Could
1: you imagine like holding that? Like you've never touched anything. Like even your house is not worth – no, anything no, near even that even close yeah. right exactly so could you imagine like just being an actor and be like all right here's your prop for the day it's worth five million dollars like be careful no, like that's, that's crazy that's insanity yeah five million dollars
0: so that's what i that's what i heard i don't believe it all right well, john favreau if you're listening can you
1: tweet me and tell me <laughs> can you tweet us and let us know if it was really five i oh, i'll just
0: tweet him i'll be like how much how much I'm the pop- baby Yoda i'll be like i'll give you i'll give you one million for it
1: i mean i heard <laughs> actually yeah five million does seem a lot Cause I heard like the budget of each episode. No, was it? Yeah, I heard the budget of every episode was like $10 million. Wow. So, so that it's... means half the budget was over Big Yoda. That doesn't seem right. Well, it's uh,
0: only a one time cost. You can reuse it. So that's true. Yeah, they'll be able to use it. It's kind of an time. amortized, uh,
1: cost there. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I, I just, I just feel like in, a dangerous situation. Baby Yoda would not defend himself. He would defend other people. I don't know. If, I, don't but I don't think. think he I don't would think defend we himself. have enough data. I think that was a unique circumstance. I think we have plenty of data because he he, 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 did, defend, he defended the Mandalorian on numerous occasions when he was in danger. Sure, yeah, and and <laughs> and he didn't he, when when his life was in immediate danger. It was he not, didn't not. It was not in immediate. He was beating. Danger. He was kidnapped. He was kidnapped. And he was being beaten. That's like you have like a five-year-old who gets thrown into a van that says free candy. And then the guys are just beating the side of the van with like a baseball bat. just causing so much trauma. And the kid like doesn't try to do anything when he has the opportunity to.
0: So he did defend himself from Flamethrower Guy in the end of that episode or either that episode or the next one. He did push back the flames. I would say that was more immediate danger than the Stormtrooper kidnapping. But I do agree that, like, that was probably a time where you might want
1: to fight back if you're able. I mean, you'd hope he would. Yeah. I mean, he should. But, I mean. Maybe he knew that he
0: couldn't take, he he can only kill one person because if he, once he kills the one, he'll be too tired to do another. So he's like, I just got to hope I get rescued because I can only kill one person at a time.
1: He really rolled the dice on that. and It really worked out for him. (laughs) We got to see that awesome scene with IG-11. That was super cool. That was super cool. Yeah, that was awesome. So, I mean, Baby Groot doesn't have the magical powers, the the mystical powers that Baby Yoda has. But I feel like Baby Groot needs ability to actually defend himself and go on the offensive if necessary. Where I don't feel like Baby Yoda would defend himself. I'm sure, yes, eventually he would. But based on what we've seen so far in the eight episodes... He really, he has not defended himself at all. He's just sitting there, standing there with his little cup of tea, eating frogs, doing his thing.
0: Yeah. If you could force choke a tree
1: though, totally have you. (laughs) Yeah. If you could force it. Correct. If you could, (laughs) if you could reduce the amount of oxygen that a tree, um, or no, not oxygen, uh, CO2. Yeah. (laughs) So if you just stop breathing, that would definitely help. (laughs) You're not providing him with carbon dioxide.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. That's never really, it's not really a concern in the Star Wars u- universe necessarily. Like air composition on different planets, it's never like brought up. It's them- kind of, there's kind of certain things in Star Wars that you just you just don't worry about, like gravity. Yeah, unless you're that one scene in uh, Episode Eight. Which scene? Where they dropped the bombs, uh, and everyone complained about the gravity, how gravity worked. In well,
1: scene. from from what I've read that there was not gravity in space in that scene, but those bombs had magnets attached to them. Sure, I, I don't and care. And they were magnetized to the, the metal of the Superstar Star Destroyer.
0: That's fine. I mean, a, a person also fell down, too. Were they magnetized?
1: What, yeah, but, I mean, no, think of every Star Wars movie. They've always had gravity issues in Star Wars. Well, they've
0: like, always had – it's always just worked out and it's never had to be explained,
1: right? Well, like, think of It's like, just one of those things you don't worry about. Right. But I mean, I'm going to point out to one that Lucas did in episode three, uh, in the opening battle scene, one of the ships like goes down mm-hmm. and like the elevator shaft is then like horizontal and like Anakin and Obi-Wan are, and the chancellor are walking horizontally on the elevator shaft. And then once the ship corrects itself, so then the elevator shaft goes vertically and then they slide down. So I feel like people are just nitpicking it like the dumbest things. If you know what I'm talking about.
0: No, I, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes. Yeah. St- gravity in Star Wars is just something you don't worry about. Correct. And why did we get into that? Because so, I was saying something else is like that too. I thought. <laughs> shoot, I forget yeah, why, is that, that why I brought there. that up.
1: Well, I think that's a good place uh, to see if we have any fun facts, and then uh, we can oh, go from there. Oh, I you didn't want. do
0: fun facts. I was curious though. You said you saw a bunch of other stuff on Baby Groot versus Baby Yoda online.
1: So – because I wanted to do a little refresher because I'll be honest with you. Guardians 2 I've only seen once. Same. And I did not like it from what I remember. Same. It was – A lot of people rank it pretty high, but I'll be honest with you. Like I thought the humor was not good and I really did not enjoy it. So when I Googled Baby Group, because I was going to like just do a quick rewatch of some Baby Group powers from that movie – the one of the first suggestions that came up on YouTube after that was Baby Groot versus Baby Yoda. So it seems like this has been basically like the hot topic now among fandom. Like, what is cuter, Baby Yoda or Baby Groot? Did you read any scholar. of them? I didn't watch any of the videos. I purposely didn't either. I didn't no. want
0: to like, didn't want to have to plagiarize. I didn't want to have, be tempted to just copy something,
1: but. Um, I, I did look this up because I just wanted to make sure I was correct. And Baby Yoda did cost five million dollars. That's insane. So. I guess $5 million, million was just million for dollars. $5 million was just, uh, 50% of the first episode's budget. And then they were just able to reuse it for all the other episodes. Right. So recently of, uh, George Lucas holding baby Yoda that John Favreau yeah, tweeted you, it out. You did mention that. To me. So I'm curious if that's from season one or if that's from season two, because that's from season two. That'd be kind of cool if George Lucas is the one who is explaining the lore. Like if he's basically saying, this is what I thought, like they're from this planet, this is their species names. You mean, like, if he's a character in the show? No, no, no. Meaning he's, like, providing insight into oh, the show. Oh, I got you. Into like into the with them. Correct. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if it's from this season yeah. or from the previous I would
0: season. wonder if George Lucas even had – even planned that – even,
1: like, has his own ideas. Like, I think he does. You think so? Yeah. I still think he has ideas for, for all that stuff. Because even though he doesn't own it anymore, I'm sure he could still be, like, a consultant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I know he was on the set of Solo, and I think – I think he was on the set of Mandalorian the first season too. So. So a couple of uh, fun facts I'll end here um, was the with Baby Groot. So he actually wasn't even supposed to be in Guardians 2. There was going to be a bigger time gap between the two movies. And he would have just been back to uh, regular adult Vin Diesel Groot. Uh, but once they lowered the time frame between the two movies, they realized like we need to have him be a little younger and have time to grow. And then he – I think he was like a teenager – in the Avengers movies. Yes. But, um, let's see. Uh, I'll do a couple more. Um, like we mentioned, he doesn't, he's, he doesn't have the memories of the, uh, the older group. He's basically like a new, a new character, which is kind of interesting because he has to learn like all over again.
0: It's kind of sad for
1: rocket that like he was his best friend. That's true. And he doesn't have any of the memories of the experiences that they shared. Um, do you, I don't know if you remember the opening of guardians two. Baby Groot does this like little dance while like the credits are rolling, while the yeah, Guardians are all like, fighting so a monster. But uh, the director, James Gunn, he's the one that came up with that dance for that. And um, Baby Groot was never in the comics, uh, but there was like a tiny version of Groot, but he was never really a, uh, a baby in the comics. He was basically uh, a, full, a full-form Groot the whole time but it, it's really kind of cool like how Groot has just kind of like taken over i feel uh when like that movie came out like everybody just like loved Groot very popular and baby. now baby Yoda, i feel like is kind of like overshadowing him yeah but it's nice to have both of them i i think they're they're both great characters into the fandom i will be curious to see what do you think will be the next popular baby character Oh, wow. I I don't think I could predict. Uh, do you think, do you think, uh, I'm, I'm going to call it right here, right now. Avatar 2. There's going to be some kind of baby character that's going to take the world by storm. And people will care enough about this? I think so.
0: I'm going to make a, a, a potentially bolder prediction. Go for it. Avatar 2? Eh, it'll be, it'll do all right. Won't be, it won't be. Oh, right.
1: I'm not saying it's going to make more money than Avengers Endgame. Okay. But I think I'm going to predict that. James Cameron is going to have a character in there. That's going to be some kind of like a baby Navi that played by uh Andy Serkis. Yeah, I think that's a good call. <laughs> Voiced by Vin Diesel. Mhm. He'd be like, "I'm a Navi." That's all he can say. "I'm a Navi." Oh, am that that's that's I'm a, a pretty big rip off of Groot. Well, Fortunately, Disney owns both properties now. So yeah, well, they can do that. So they can do that if they totally want to. All right. And then they can have like a blue baby Yoda in it if they want also. Um, also, related to future
0: predictions, did something happen with the uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor
1: uh, movie? So, TV show. is a TV show. Okay. Yeah, TV show. So I was reading. Uh, Reddit this morning, and I just saw a post that said, no, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show did not get I canceled. I saw the same thing. That's why I was wondering. So that's Reddit. why I was like. I never saw uh, that it got canceled. So yeah, I me neither. So. What the deal was. I think it's fine. All right. I think it'd be dumb for them to cancel it. A, because everyone's really excited. B, the girl who's doing it did like the best episodes of The Mandalorian. So that'd be really stupid if, if they canceled it. Um, I don't think. I'd be very surprised if they canceled it. All right, cool. So yeah, I'm really excited for that. I think it starts filming later this year. So we might have to do an episode on you and McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi, but we got a lot of suggestions. And remember, if you guys have any suggestions, we have a whole list and we do keep a track of all the suggestions that we get from fans. We can only get to as many as we can in terms of episodes put out as suggestions we get in, but we still do look at them and appreciate them. And if they're timely, we, those are really good episodes just because it has to kind of do with what's going on. Uh, so we want to congratulate the Deweys on their uh, soon-to-be newborn Congrats. baby.
0: Did they say if it was their first or not? Their I first. believe
1: it is their first. Oh, that's great. I, I, that's really great. Um, they they probably post it on Twitter if it's a boy or a girl. I'm not sure if they have or not, uh, but I do not know. Um, any any name suggestions for them, boy or girl? What do you think? Let's 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 do it for them. What do we, what do we say? Uh, we could do alliterations if it's a boy for Paul. You could do Paul's kid Peter or Emily's kid. Uh, Erica, Erica. There we go. I don't know. Or a D name. It could be,
0: uh, I think what they should do is they should name it after their favorite episode
1: of the who would Win podcast, <laughs> meaning like the character one that we of the characters
0: about. in the, in the episode, Paul, and then like baby Paul,
1: shark boy, Paul or Emily tweet at us and let us know <laughs> if you had to actually anybody, if you had to name your child after your favorite episode of the who would one cast. Tweet at us and let us know what your child will be named. Uh, Baby Shark Boy would be good. Mine would be uh,
0: Chef Carl Casper. I was going to
1: say that's (laughs) Baby Chef Carl Casper. Yeah, Yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes too. I also like the Power Rangers episode. I was going to say, or Baby Power Rangers. Yeah, Baby Power Rangers. That would be good. (laughs) Baby Red Ranger. Baby Megazord. Baby TMNT. Uh, but no, yeah, in all seriousness, congratulations to both of you. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed this episode. There will be a Twitter poll where you can vote for who you think would win between Baby Groot and Baby Yoda. Force powers versus Earth powers. It's basically an Earthbender. Uh, have you seen Avatar? No. Okay, because yeah. it's not <laughs> that not similar. <laughs> no, not at all. I do need to watch it. That's on my list. Chris, anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. Thanks. No? All right. And as always, please remember to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.